This is Chamber Chat, a service of the Council Bluffs Area Chamber of Commerce in cooperation with Todd Studer Productions. Today we have a couple of heavy hitters. Drew Camp is the Chamber President and CEO and longtime mayor, all around great guy, also served as, as a interim Chamber President and CEO, Tom Hannafin, also joining us. Tom, we're going to start with you. Obviously, COVID has been the top of everybody's list. Uh, for the past year and some change. However, there was a time that COVID wasn't around and you were spearheading and heading up a lot of things going on at the chamber at that time. Talk a little bit about some of the policies and, and programs that are in place now that you were working on back then. Well, it, you know, it, it was, what was interesting is, is the board of uh, directors had had two retreats um, I happen to be at both of them, and uh, the last re- retreat was in uh, uh, January, uh, December, January of 19 and 20. And in both cases, it came out, it, the emphasis was that for the chamber to be strong and, and move forward, uh, we, we really had to emphasize the uh, membership. What can we do to the membership? What's important about being a member of the chamber? And that was kind of the lead uh, into eventually hiring a guy like Drew. Uh, obviously, someone has the knowledge of the chamber and knows how to lead people, and also to use the uh, you know the members are the most important thing that we have. So as we stepped into, and we had a lot of programs going on I, uh, at that time. Finance committee was put together. We're looking at policy changes. Uh, how do we grow the chamber? Uh, how can we get out and touch each and every member during uh, uh, during the year? Um, there were uh, the, the workforce development was was starting to come in place. Uh, we were really starting to look at what you know building what the, the board had had talked about and really wanted to drive. Then the pandemic hit, and uh, obviously with a small staff of people that we had at that time and working with the board. Uh, the emphasis was how do we take care of our our, our members? Uh, there were a lot of members that were closed. Uh, uh, you know, they didn't know what to do. Uh, we had a lot of questions that came in. We, we answered the phone every day from eight o'clock till five. Uh, we just had one of our, one of the ladies that worked there, Rita, would take that home and then she would have the phone calls come directly. So we never missed a call during working hours, which I thought was very important. The staff said that was very important not to have uh, someone call in and, and you, you get a voice, you know, you get a real person. And then uh, the other, what we were looking at is we had a lot of questions. Uh, people were asking, and you know, that sounded silly at the time was, but one of the questions was, how do I tell my employees how to wear a mask? Now, you're thinking, well, it's just a mask you put on your face. Well. Every situation was a little different in each business and people just didn't know how to, to handle that. So we had to try to develop that. Uh, Lori uh, was was on a committee that uh, got involved with uh, the whole city and the whole county. Uh, Kim was out trying to try, you know, make sure the members were, 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 were informed and knew what was going on. So we had weekly, bi-weekly, staff meetings and saying what we had to do. So what we came up with as a staff was number one is to reach out and talk to all our members, uh, call them, 
So there were two calls when you have you know, close to 800 members. Uh, in that period of time, they, they would call each member and the question would be, how you doing? You know, what's going on? What can we do to help you out? Is there something that you need? We also talked to the bankers. Uh, the PPP loans uh, were, were coming in, uh, in effect and people were saying, how do we get involved in that? And then we set up uh, different webinars and seminars and, and say, this, this is the information that we have today. Uh, I was, uh, we were uh, partners uh, in the uh, Chamber Alliance across the state of Iowa. So once a week on a call, we would get together with all the chambers and we'd listen to see what other people were doing, trying to help out each other and pick the brains of, of everyone and see what we could do. Uh, to, to really help. Uh, and then we had, you know, for example, an opera came to us and said, hey, you know, we have an idea about uh, gift cards for businesses. Buy now. If you pay cash now, then you could use them. I still have four or five that I have never used. But uh, uh, that idea was the chamber actually paid for that. Uh, and an opera supported it for over two months. Uh, we also put billboards up, one on each side of town, buy a local. Uh, that the idea was is that your local businesses are very important and those popped up and they were given to us by a chamber member uh, to say, hey, you know, we we need to uh, buy local and support our local businesses. And it, it was a small staff uh, trying to do things, but uh, Judd was our, our president and, and the board was very good in, in letting us do what we thought was right. And, uh, and tried to just reach out and, and touch those members. And then we formed the Business uh, and Workforce Recovery Task Force, which we tried to keep it small, but yet uh, reach the right people so that we could meet on the phone once a week to talk about what was going on. And each type of business would talk about what they were doing. And the idea behind that was not only to say what we're doing today, but what the recovery is going to be. And we're not at recovery yet. Uh, there's uh, still some things that need to happen, and but it, it, it's starting to look uh, much better today. So I think all the little steps that we did were really based on what the chamber board wanted us to do, was basically support your local businesses, get out and reach out to them, help them with the problems, and collaborate with other groups and organizations to make it better. We have a society and an economic system that is designed for forward motion. It's not designed to come to a, a grinding halt. Can you think of a time over your decades of community service and leadership uh, in this area that you've seen anything similar to this at all? Never, uh, never. It was, uh, it was uh, something that no one had ever been involved with. Uh, no, yeah, there were no answers. Uh, you were getting mixed uh, messages from from the medical society. You were getting, you know, everybody was just really concerned. And I don't think anybody had the right answer. I think what we were able to do was by working together, we were able to kind of enter a way out of it and, and through it. Now, along with that, you were still in a position that there needed to be a transition. You knew that eventually you were going to be hiring somebody to take over the interim position that you had with the uh, Chamber of Commerce as a president and CEO. Did, did what was happening with COVID 
come into the, in, into the conversation at all when you started looking and, and to uh, go out and make that replacement happen? You know, actually, I don't think the word COVID came up, uh, but we were at a chamber, we're at a point, that, and the board was very adamant about this, that there was a change that we had to do in the way we operated as a chamber. Things that we needed to do or they needed to do. And so the thrust was to hire someone that could see that vision uh, and, and see what we could do in the future and uh, re not recreate, but kind of re, uh, re, re get back to where we were a long time ago, but then also what the future is going to be. So I don't know the word COVID came up, but I sure think it, it made a big difference on how we hired somebody. And you went out and you, you found a very qualified candidate and Drew yep. is when he uh, hit the ground running here as a, member of the Chamber of Commerce myself, I can tell you that I have taken advantage of a lot of the things that you have been talking about uh, with the Chamber and and drew hands-on. So there was something there that you recognized in him that made you want to get him here. Of course, I had the luxury of, of knowing uh, quite a few people that he had worked with and also worked for because the, the, the work with the Chamber Alliance and when his name came up, um, uh, and I talked to quite a few people in the middle part of the state about about Drew, and and uh, it, it was very evident that he was a choice that we needed in the community. Well, Drew, we want to talk with you, uh, Drew Camp, now current chamber president and CEO. When you were thinking that one day you were going to have your own uh, uh, office and, and chamber to be able to head up, this could not have been the way that you envisioned it. You had to throw everything out the window and just kind of start uh, uh, figuring out how to keep businesses open and moving forward in the community. Oh, definitely. And Tom and the board and, and just the community leaders did a really good job of putting things in place to make sure that happened. And the team did too. Um, you know, Kim and Tom and everyone else had done a very good job of touching base with all the members. And we were real flexible with our members as well as, you know, with their membership. And if they wanted to pay monthly, quarterly, whatever it needed to be to meet them where they were, that was something that we thought was really, really important. And, I, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's just, you know, if you're not going to be there for them when they need you most, they're not going to be there for you later. Um, so that's something we really were very intentional about. And Tom had really put a good, put the organization in a really good direction to make sure we were doing that. But as I came in, yeah, there was just uncertainty galore. You know, no one was meeting in person really, you know, at that time, there was so much unknown with the pandemic. We've come so far now, obviously, to have a vaccine and everything at this point that we're at now. But there was just so many different things that were unknown. But as I looked at the opportunity that was uh, presented to lead the uh, Council of Area Chamber of Commerce, I, I knew what the opportunity was because, you know, I've known this organization all the way back to the time of Bob Munt uh, in my time and Ames. I used to talk to Bob a lot. I always sought him out because I found him to be knowledgeable and just an all-around good guy. Um, so that's something that I always kind of made sure I was touching and keeping tabs on what was going on. But also, you know, for those who may not know, I'm born and raised in Omaha, so I have ties to this area uh, but now my roots are in Iowa with my background in the Ames and Central Iowa area. So it was pretty much a, a perfect situation for me where I could come in and uh, kind of take the helm of a chamber that I knew had a lot of good things uh, in motion. There's a lot of opportunity there, but it also brought me back home in a lot of ways to be closer to my family, especially with having a little one uh, that was so, so important as well. And I'm just really excited about the opportunities uh, that this position, but then just this community as a whole presents. 
fairly early on, Drew, you, uh, along with everyone else at the chamber, came up with the concept of Unite CB and a way to make sure that people are doing what they need to do to keep everyone as safe as, safe as possible. But at the same time, we have businesses that are run by uh, members of this community that need to stay open. And I'm sure that people, everybody has social media anymore. Everybody has seen those spots and those ads that are out there. Oh, definitely. And that was something that came out of those business and workforce recovery task force calls. And it just goes to show the impact that those calls have had and how it bringing those people together, how good things come from it. And that discussion happened originally back in about November. We kicked it off December and it's just ran, ran through uh, March is when we had the agreement uh, with Right Idea Media. But that's something that we were really happy about because, you know, we were really pushing the message out there. It wasn't in your face. It wasn't anything along those lines. It was just trying to educate people on things that you needed to do to be a responsible member of the community to really make sure we could keep our businesses open and stop the spread as a result. But also it was just all a piece of, it was out of respect to the people who have given so much uh, to make sure that we could continue to operate in the manner that we do uh, throughout the pandemic. So there is a level of respect for those folks, but also just really wanting to make sure that we are pushing the idea that we need to stop the spread and contain it if we really want our businesses to get open and return to some level of normal. You'd talked many times about the workforce development program. You needed somebody to head that program up and you went out and found uh, somebody qualified for that as well. Yeah, that was one of the first things, you know, when I, I took over and in talking to Tom and in talking to the board uh, president at the time, Judd Knispel, who was very engaged uh, from that leadership perspective, that was one of the first things, actually, before I was even formally hired, we were out interviewing people and working through the applic applicants to winnow them down uh, to make sure that we got the right person. So we were able to, within a month and a half of myself starting, we actually had that person on payroll. Um, so she started on September 14th. I started August 1st. So that was a really big and important thing to make sure we got checked off the list. And that was a big part of that strategic planning piece that Tom talked about as well, was getting that workforce development director uh, on the team. And since Alicia has joined us, she's a lifelong Council Bluffs resident. She uh, ran a hotel um, here in Council Bluffs, and then she worked for the CVB for a number of years. So she knows just Council Bluffs is in her blood. And she's done a really, really good job, and she's very dynamic, and she's done a very great job leading that program forward in the way that it needed to be, especially as it was in line with what the Iowa West Foundation was hoping for with the grant funding uh, that we are still receiving from them to help underwrite the cost of that position. As Tom had talked about with the information that kept coming in as, as the pandemic continued, policies uh, changed, adapted, uh, fine-tuned all the businesses in the area needed some place to go to find out that information. And the Council Bluffs Area Chamber, one of those, but you also, you partnered with some other places as well, such as uh, Advanced Southwest Iowa, uh, to make sure that everybody was informed about not only what was happening, but what was available to them. Yeah, very much so. And I welcome Tom's input on this as well from uh, his perspective back uh, from when earlier days in the pandemic uh, prior to August 1st. But that was one thing we really focused on, too, is we wanted to make sure that we brought together the folks from whether it was Advanced Southwest Iowa, Iowa West Foundation, um, Nebraska Enterprise Fund, Iowa, um, Iowa SBDC and Iowa Western Community College, really anyone who had resources to bring to bear. Um, that was something we wanted to make sure we were making available to them. Other, it was the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. It was um, the ABI, the Association of Business, and the list goes on. There was a lot of different people. We just wanted to really be a, a conduit and a kind of almost a depository for people to be able to go to, to say, hey, we're looking for some assistance. Can you help us with that? 
And that's really something that I've always considered so important to be uh, work that we, we do as a chamber is to really be that conduit and connector. Where are things at now? Where do you see uh, from, from where we are, regardless of what time it is, that's our starting point and we have to move forward from there. So where are we and where do you see things going? Well, I see a lot of positive things. You know, we've kind of, we continue to do those business and workforce recovery task force calls because it's, it's prudent for us to do that, to bring those folks together on a fairly regular basis every two weeks to make sure we're talking about those things and we keep things top of mind that we need to. We're not out of this yet, like Tom said. Uh, we need to continue to be vigilant and monitor the things that we need to to make sure that we as a community are getting uh, returning stronger than we were before. Um, but I see a lot of positive things on the horizon. You know, I mean, we talked about workforce development. Public policy is another big opportunity that just engaging with our existing uh, industries is, you know, it's a little bit different than that outreach to membership. Uh, those, you know, targeting the existing industry and those target industries, those high growth industries and large employers all within our community is so important to make sure that we're doing. But also diversity, equity and inclusion is something that we're really trying to work with some of our partners on as well. But then also, just as Tom well knows from his decades of experience, collaboration lies at the very core of all of those things. So that's something that we've really, really fostered is we've really emphasized, and Tom did this and I've continued it since I came on, is making sure that the chamber's at the very heart of that. At the same time that all of this has been going on over the past year, uh, we had an election. We had uh, a national, state, local level election that it's no mystery. There was a lot of emotion attached to it. Uh, however, with you heading up, uh, talking with a lot of the local candidates and giving them a forum to be able to talk about the issues that they felt were important and to be able to reach out to people so people could make an informed decision, as I can give, pay you the compliment. You did a great job uh, uh, of getting all of those candidates out there and letting folks know, not just for the businesses, but uh, for the residents as well. Uh, did you get any feedback from the candidates as you were going through that process? We did some, yes. I mean, they much, you know, all of them wanted to make, be able to do some things in person. It was not in the cards. That was right at the time we were at about peak numbers. You know, we were hitting those high numbers at that time, uh, but we were able to, and we actually partnered with Todd on this uh, to do those candidate interviews and make sure that we were getting that information out there. But one thing that was so, so important was that they were all equitable. They all got asked the same questions. There was no gotcha. There was nothing like that. It was just very straightforward, very transparent and very candid. Um, so that's something we really wanted to make sure we did. We'll continue to do that um, as we go into the local election for school board and city council and mayor in November, uh, just because it's important for us to do that. You know, as you look at one of the core tenets of a chamber, advocacy is one of those. It's one of the four core tenants. And, you know, if you're not doing that well, you're just not serving your members well. So that's something we're going to really make sure we're focusing on. And as I've said before, just having Tom and his background too in policy was very helpful in that regard too, because he really put us on a a good path forward as I came in uh, with those people in those elected offices. Now there are groups uh, that also have things that are unique to them. And, and there's a lot of things with the chamber that uh, allows them to focus on those things. We talked with uh, uh, impact CB, a chance for young professionals to get together. There's uh, uh, women empowering women events. Uh, and all of these things are part of the chamber of commerce that you're heading up. Most definitely. And that's one thing. Uh, so not only did we get to hire Alicia Freeze uh, for the Workforce Development Director back in September, we also hired Sarah Beth Ray uh, to take uh, the role of business management and young professional engagement. Uh, and she came to us from Independence, Missouri, the chamber down there right outside of Kansas City. And she had some experience in both of those. And she's done a really good job and really kind of working with Lori Shields, who had been working with Impact CB, the Young Professionals Group, to really grow that 
um, operation and really bring some, some new ideas. Um, she's the youngest member of our staff, Sarah Beth is, um, and she's really been able to be helpful in trying to figure out ways that we can try to build that membership and bring some new uh, programming to it, uh, both virtually and as we kind of transition slowly back into in-person things in that front as well. Uh, but that's been really, really important. But then also some of the work we're doing within diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, with the executive women's partnership that Lori's heading up uh, within our team. And then also the uh, women empowering women events that Kim is uh, uh, quarterbacking with our, the steering committee that she has uh, for those events that are happening quarterly. Our first one's actually April 15th uh, and it's about work-life balance, but those are things that we're so happy to be able to do. Um, There's a lot of, on the executive women's partnership front, there's a lot of female leaders here in this community. And we think that they have a lot of resources that they can bring to bear for the betterment of the community. So we're really excited uh, to move that forward. And it, there's some good models out there from some other communities who have done it well. And we're really taking those and trying to uh, push them forward. Anytime we talk business, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. It always comes out that it's, it's growing and building relationships is the key. And that, that is, is part of the uh, Chamber of Commerce as well, because you're talking about all of these different organizations, yet they need to come together and everybody has an input. And we're all working together towards the same goals. Most definitely. And that's one of the things that you know, whether it's monthly meetings that I do with the large stakeholders here in the community, public, private, and nonprofit, um, to just, you know, the calls I take or whatever it may be, um, those are so, so important. Like, that's, it's just, just coming up, for example, on this Thursday, uh, the 8th, we're going to have a stakeholder meeting where it's all the um, key players in the public, private, and nonprofit sector in the community that get together and talk uh, once a quarter. And then there's just a lot of different things <clears throat> that we've been able to Im- implement with the chamber kind of being the, the, middle of the spoke on that and really leading on that. And that's something that I've been really happy that we've been able to do. And we want to continue to do because, you know, one thing that's also really important to note is not only does the chamber have new leadership, there's a lot of other groups that have new leadership as well, whether it's the community college with Dr. Kinney or Iowa West foundation um, with Brenda Mainwaring or, you know, Steve Bombers leaving huge shoes to fill come July at Methodist Jenny Ed with Dave Bird. So there's a lot of transition happening uh, in our community. There's some new faces on the city council, Um, Those are just things that, um, you know, we're really happy to play a part in and trying to bring those people together. And and Tom did a really good job, too, in doing that, because, I mean, that's really what he's done his entire life. Have you heard any questions yet or from any of the uh, uh, chamber members about what is going to be in place when we're past this? It's we have to go through a bit of a recovery here. Yeah, definitely. And just as Tom and I both mentioned, you know, we're not out of the woods yet. Um, you know, we're slowly starting to come back into some in-person events. We're going to try to do our annual event and per- we are scheduled to do our annual event in person May 6th with some uh, protocols in place, just as we did with our mid-year event back in September. Um, we're starting to do some smaller events and, you know, other venues that have their preca- per- protocols and precautions that they've put into place. But, you know, as we come out on the back end a little bit with the vaccinations and things along those lines, you know, there's really a lot of opportunity uh, to continue to grow the community. Uh, you know, I think it made us stronger. It brought us together clo- even closer than we were before. And I think we have a more unified mission, excuse me, vision than we may have had before as well. Um, so I think there's going to be some positive things that we see on the back end of our recovery. Uh, but once again, I just think it's important that we continue to remain vigilant because, you know, we're not out of it yet. We still do have some things that we need to make sure that we're doing, but there are sure, there sure is a lot of opportunity out there uh, for some positive things in the near and short term. Uh, as we wrap things up, I want to pose the question to you. If I'm a new business owner or maybe an existing business owner that's not a member of the uh, Council Bluffs Area Chamber of Commerce, why should I join? It's really going to be 
just the opportunities that you're going to have to access the information to really be brought together with leaders in the community and just also the resources that are brought to bear. I, like, I think we talked a lot about that, um, just how we bent over backwards, not only once COVID started, but even before then, just really making sure that even if it's the smallest thing, we're taking, ca- taking it into account and we're handling it. That's the way that we see things at the Council Bluffs Area Chamber of Commerce, and that's really how we're going to continue to see things. Uh, is just I say it over and over again, it's, it's being that conduit to connect people to the resources that they need, but then also bring, being that group that really brings people together uh, as well. So those, uh, the, just that natural collaborator by, na- by, nature, uh, by nature to really make sure that we're bringing people together. But as far as why you should join, it's just the resources and how hard we're going to work for you as a, a member of the Council of Area Chamber of Commerce. As a member, I can say that it, if someone wants to invest in their business, wants to invest in their community, I can't think of a better way. Uh, thank you very much for both of you, uh, Drew and Tom, for everything that you've done uh, for all the businesses. I'm, I'm just a guy on my own. I don't have any employees. I know there's a lot of businesses out there that were able to stay open because of the information uh, that you were able to get them and a lot of the programs that you were able to get there. So on behalf of all of us, just a big thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Todd and Tom. Thanks for joining us, too. I, I must say the last thing I want to say is just I've, I've told a lot of people this, but um, the, the organization couldn't have been in better hands before me. Tom left it in a very good position and just did a very good job in uh, transitioning me into the role. So I, I owe him a debt of gratitude. Well, and, and I, I have to say this, I, I worked with the chamber for many years uh, in my other profession, and I didn't realize uh, what the work entailed. From the outside, I was doing my thing and just hanging on to the chamber. But when I got involved in the chamber, uh, I saw the opportunities and, and what the staff can do, what the board can do, and obviously what Drew has done and, and the future pretty bright for our community. So, uh, Drew, just keep up the good work. Chamber Chat has been brought to you by the Council Bluffs Area Chamber of Commerce in cooperation with Todd Studer Productions. 